welcome back to Not So Subtle Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. I'm Sean. And we, this is our second episode. We are trying to get this rolling, and I feel good about this. How about you? I feel good. I feel that I'm ready to try to start figuring out what it takes to be good at this. Um, A man? Oh. You know, you know, what, what, what does it take to be good at this, like? You know, learning editing. Uh, you know, I did some editing in college for the radio station and stuff. Yeah, let's talk. But, let's talk about backgrounds a little. I am. Uh, well, you rolled in. Uh, you know, oh, where did no. you go? What did you do? Well, out of high school, first uh, went to college. Went to college on a partial golf scholarship at that, and uh, never swung a club in college. Maybe kind of, sort of partied it all away. And then uh, my junior year, my second junior year, I was asked not to come back the next semester. (laughs) Uh, But at the time, I was working a full-time job almost. And the reason I say almost is because I was working for some local radio stations doing part-time DJ work, but mainly board work, production engineering. You know, I I got... Familiar with a lot of audio editing equipment. I had to cut a lot of commercials and stuff. So I did that for a while, but that didn't end up being my career. Uh, I'm an electrical technician, basically. I I work for a QA section. So when a product is finished, uh, I put it through the wraps before it leaves the door. And that's what I do now. So Nice. Yeah. Of course, we... We met at a very specific Mexican-themed restaurant. We'll call this restaurant Burrito Chime. That sounds about right. And Burrito Chime. Chime. You know, that could be a restaurant. Um, I went to school uh, locally in in rural Arkansas and went to college. uh, Went to college. And then uh, rolled into a career... Uh, whereas you very intelligently went on and did successful things, uh, <laughs> I rolled into a career in management in in this establishment very successfully. Uh, and then whenever whenever that establishment uh, sold, I rolled into another company they owned, and it's where I currently work. Um, this is a great opportunity for us to explore. I love doing this. I love talking to people, and I love... Uh, this kind of culture. Um, I always have been into geek stuff. Uh, like we, we talked about the first episode, comics, movies. Uh, movies have been a passion of mine since very young. My mother used to take me almost every every summer would be a weekend, weekend of movies. And um, I'm very thankful for that. Uh, summer of 84, I mean, all the movies that came out that Man. summer, I swear I've seen them all. At, That's uh, about legendary right there. Summer of 84 is probably the best summer of movies in the history of movies. Absolutely. Um, and we see there's very two historic movie theaters in uh, downtown Batesville. One is the Landers, uh, which is now converted and restored. It is, it is now a church, but they held true to the building and did a lot of stuff to it. And, and it looks great. And they can present stuff there. There's a very, the most impressive sound uh, uh, in that in that place. I mean, everything just dies except for the sound coming from the front of the room. It's amazing what they've done in there. Mm. And also, 
the Melba, which has very recently uh, been purchased and is being restored currently. And now, now uh, we're we talking are... over a hundred years old, I believe. Uh, I believe that is close. It, it started out as a, uh, I'm wanting to say a, a public performance. Uh, yeah, it was a public theater at one point in time. I know yeah, that. And then it became, and then it became a movie theater, which is the point to where they're restoring it. I believe is the 1940s. They, uh, they're restoring it back to where it has a center ticket booth and uh, very modern sound system and everything, but very sensible uh, to the time uh, look and finish. They just got uh, the amazing. original wall wall uh, lighting and everything that is very impressive. Uh, and that's we're hopefully going to sponsor some movies locally uh, at one point whenever this is done. They're they're going to be done on July 29th. They even have a Kickstarter, and you could you could go view that. It, it's uh, the Melba Theater in Batesville, Arkansas. You can find it Google search or look on Kickstarter. Um, and yeah, that that'd be a really the... great cause if somebody had if somebody ever listened to this and they had some money to donate. That would be a great cause. To donate to absolutely and that's that's I, my movie history stuff now um on the other side of it comic books i've been collecting since my first uh first one i got at a a flea market here in my hometown and i still have that book and i've just on and off collected comics uh and very very nerdy stuff uh transformers are a passion of mine i currently collecting the masterpiece series out of japan which if you don't know what that is look that up sometime uh, which you should check those out uh, on Google or any place like that. But let's roll into our uh, whatever we're going to talk about. What what have you got going this week? Oh, well, w- would you like to hear? I mean, do, do we want to do topics right now, or would you like to hear a story? I'd love to hear a story. I've been I've been hearing about this story, but I haven't heard yes, about the story. Yes, you do not know this story. Uh, in fact, I believe only. Three people know the story. I, I let two friends at work know. Uh, so you'd have to hear here's some backstory. I'm gonna try to make this very picturable, but uh, I gotta lay down some backgrounds first. Uh, two or three times a week, uh, Michelle gets up at you know about four thirty in the morning, and uh, we have to take my son over to my mother-in-law's, and she goes that early in the morning. So that she can get there, drop him off, and be back uh, before she has to be at work at 8. Inevitably, I wake up, you know, say goodbye to mom and son. And then I don't have to leave work or for work till 5.50. So I'm usually left around here and I'll sleep or whatever. But uh, this morning, I decided, hey, I'm going to get up early. I'm going to take a nice long shower. Like... This is going to be one of those where you're like, I am clean. There is no doubt. There is not that, a dirty spot anywhere. That's what I have. The, the imagery you're giving me is amazing. Please continue. That, that, that's, that, that's what I had in mind. Just a, a great morning. So uh, in our shower, we have uh, it, it's just a normal stand up little bitty square with the, the seat that people put their shampoo on. We all do the same thing. And in front of that, we have a suction cup foot scrubber. I'm standing there, and I I love this foot scrubber thing. I'm scrubbing my foot, and I was like, hey, I should just lean forward and put my head on the wall. 
and just let the water run over me while I scrub my foot. It'll all be good. Okay, the next part of the story, I'm going to explain it to you. It may take a few minutes, but when I'm done, realize that what I just told you happened in the next about one and a half seconds. I lean forward, and as I'm scrubbing my foot, my left foot, as it goes back, my right foot slips right out from under me. I spin in midair, and my whole left butt cheek and thigh nail the seat. I try for the shower curtain. I pull it out, and I fall straight down with my head out of the shower, bounce my head off the concrete after my hip just got smashed into the seat. I'm a little stunned, to say the least. I hop up. Stunned. That's a good word. Stunned. You stunned him. Hopping yes. at this point. So, so my initial reaction is get up. Get up. Walk it off. Is anything broken? Get up. Because like I'm seeing stars. I'm literally to the point where all around my eye is white. And I'm just seeing lots of light. Get up. Walk around. So I get up. Start walking around. Obviously shut off the shower. Start getting dressed for work. I'm just like, I'm going to get dressed for work. Don't ask me why. It's just the first thing that popped in my head, and that's what I was going to do. So I get dressed for work, and I'm like, man, my head is killing me. I should call Michelle. Now, let me tell you, this story it is broke up into different sections, and it is each one just as terrible. So first, we have the fall. Like, I am banged up. Like, uh, I have trouble getting into the car today when we went to the store because it hurts to bend my left leg at all because the entire thing is just black and blue, bone bruised. Like, it is horrible. Um, so I decide, I'll call Michelle. I'll talk to somebody. And, you know, when when you have an injury or an accident or something, it, it helps to talk to somebody right then. It just gives you some comfort, you know? I don't know what the person on the other end of the phone is going to do if they hear you be like, arp, arp. yeah, like, I mean, I guess they can hang up and dial 911, but, you know, what are they really going to do? Well, she doesn't answer her phone. So I'm like, well, why didn't she answer her phone? I was like, maybe well, she's at her mom's dropping off Jackson. He, that's just the way it was. And she left her phone. Well, I get in the truck, I start driving to work, I start calling her like every three or four minutes, no answer, no answer, no answer. And I'm like, seriously, this is ridiculous. I call her mom, and her mom's like, yeah, she she's already uh, left, she should probably be home by now. And I was like, what, where is she? So I'm now I'm beat up, but now the person that I've called to talk to is not answering their phone, and they should be. So now my concern, my mind gets totally distracted from being injured, and I'm trying to figure out why my wife will not answer the phone. At which point, she does not answer the phone. I get to work, and all of a sudden I get a Facebook Messenger message that says, huge problem, phone won't turn on. Okay, you. when I tell you this story, you'll understand because you've known me so long. I guess when I give people instructions sometimes, I'm very forceful in my instructions because it's because I care and I want you to get it right. (laughs) 
And when I tell yes, you, I've been on the receiving end of you caring. When, when, yes. I, when I tell you to do something, <laughs> I'm not trying to sound belittling. I'm not. <laughs> But oh, just, I, I, I agree with the sentiment that you, you're trying not to. I, I care. It's because I care. I, I, I care whether you perform the task I'm telling you the right way or not. I'm not trying to be a dick. But anyway, I guess it comes across that way sometimes. Because trying to tell my wife how to do a hard reboot via Facebook Messenger can be frustrating. To say the least. But needless to say, the uh, the phone gets rebooted. She calls. We talk. And then uh, at which point I tell her about the shower thing. And now she wants me to go to a doctor. I'm like, no, not going to a doctor. I'm fine. And that, that's basically it. That's the end of the story. But let me tell you, that morning was horrible. That fall hurt, man. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm not afraid to admit, maybe I'm not as young as I used to be. So when when you fall and bust your butt in the shower, then you know that you you've truly you you've lost a step somewhere along the way. <clears throat> uh, but that's my shower story. You don't have any bathroom stories to go with that, do you? No, just kidding. I I <laughs> I hope not. But speaking of right bathroom, but. And bathrooms have pipes. And pipes lead to sewers. Who lives in the sewers and is getting a second movie for Michael Bay to screw up? The Ninja Turtles. Now, Michael Bay did not direct that. He's producing. Let's let's not jump on the bandwagon. Michael Michael Bay is producing well, these I, movies. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm just not and a fan. I, now, in before, any way, before shape, we or talk form. about it, you are not a fan. I am not a fan of the idea of the movie, but I have to admit that first movie is popcorn, throw your turn off your brain fun. It actually is. I've enjoyed, I've watched it twice with my son and I may be getting more enjoyment out of him watching it than me. I will give it that, but it is not the movie I wanted, but it may be the movie my son wanted. And that's fine. Um, The second one, uh, uh, is the second one looks to be, I mean, if you, if you look at it this way, you're getting everything you wanted as a child or whenever you enjoyed the cartoon that came out, not the comics, but the cartoon everybody watched on TV, you're getting everything you wanted out of that in this movie. And Hey, I, I'll go and turn my brain off and enjoy some popcorn and watch this with my son. That That's fine with me. I don't know. I just, and uh, I can't I just can't. You know what's you know me. I'm so picky about what movies I'm going to actually pay to go see. I'm very strict on what I want to pay to go see. I just don't know if I can do a Michael Bay film after after he. Okay, I gave him Transformers. That was okay, but uh, I believe you and I seen uh, Transformers. Revenge of the Fallen together. It was pretty horrible. Uh, uh, and after that okay. point, I, uh, let's, let's, after, I after somebody makes like, something that let's... bad, it's tough to give them a second chance. Let's talk about that. Uh, I did mention earlier Transformers, and this was something I did want to talk about. Okay. Uh, let me clarify my, my love of this franchise. 
Uh, I love the got on board in the eighties with the cartoon, of course. Uh, the toys, the uh, what I love is the artwork that was on the boxes, basically, the, and the the personalities given uh, on the what they call tech specs. Um, the Transformers movie are kind of a weird animal. I do not like any of them. The fourth one is the most. The fourth one and the first one are the most tolerable ones, but they have done amazing things for the franchise that I do love. They have pumped a huge, if, if anybody gets a chance to look at the numbers, because they are out there on the internet, of the money and profit Hasbro received from these movies and how they did them, where they put that money, made uh, such great strides in uh, the toys they put out, the production, the amount of media out there. Different from the movie. Now, the movies are self-contained, and they have a toy line that goes with them. Uh, but everything else, Transformers, benefited from them. I'm not going to champion Michael Bay as a, as a director of these movies, and I'm not going to champion... I'm not going to go to the theater and see another movie. But I won't go watch them. I will just enjoy the benefits those movies do to what I love. So that that ends that. Um, I mean, unless unless you want to talk about those movies, they're, they're crap. No, no. <laughs> okay. Not at all. No. Uh, what did we see this week? I saw the Doctor Strange trailer, and yes. it is very impressive. What, 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 did, what did you like about oh. it? Oh, I watched it. I watched it two or three times. It's going to be pretty awesome, man. Yeah, the it's early rumors be... about uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, uh, whenever the movie was first proposed, Benedict Cumberbatch was one of the first names floated around, and, and a couple other names went uh, came and went. But I thought that was a perfect casting for for any actors out there today, and of course he he his name went away for a while, and then suddenly boom he's it he's our man. There was some great artwork that came out uh, that proposed him as Doctor Strange to look great. Moving pictures of this man as uh, this character, absolutely amazing. Uh, now yeah. of course the whole trailer takes place at first part of the movie because i mean they just finished filming the last part they've got some stuff done and the trailer was mostly from the first of the movie they've come out and said that and I, i'm still impressed as hell from it and i'm i'm excited because um marvel has done a great job at all the characters they've presented so far even the challenging ones like we were all oh how are they going to do this guardians of the galaxy this this is even a new thing this isn't even the original guardians how are they going to do this uh, same thing with Ant-Man. Ant-Man, how the hell are you going to show Ant-Man on screen? This is stupid. This is they're going to be Marvel's first failure. And they were both knocked out of the park. Yeah. Doctor Strange um, is a very hard character to wrap 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 around in a pretty package and, and, and say, here you go, to just anybody. It's kind of like the Punisher. The Punisher has the same problem. I mean, in the wrong hands, it's it just doesn't make sense. It's a guy with a gun who wants to kill people. Doctor Strange is just a magician, you know, in the wrong hands, but in the right hands, uh, like the current comic run I'm hearing, which I, I have not read, but I've heard very good reviews about. Doctor Strange, one of my favorite stories out of Marvel is from Doctor Strange. Uh, it's a three-part series in, in just the book in the, in the late 70s or early 80s uh, where he, he defeats and kills all the vampires on the Earth. And it's, it's just, it's not even a big story thing. It's just something that happens in the book, and it's great. Uh, but I'm really excited, especially for Benedict Cumberbatch. Now, he is affecting an American accent in the movie, which I was hoping they would roll with him just growing mm. up 
like British. he's American, but he grew up in Britain or his father was British or something. But yeah. I, I'm fine with it. I mean, I mean, I could deal with house uh, coming out of uh, Benedict's mouth. So, oh yeah. What What do you think? Oh, it's gonna be amazing. I mean, it it was it was just a gorgeous trailer, and by the end of it, I was just let, let's just let's watch it now. I, I don't want to wait. Like it, it's one that I'm just sitting. Really wanting to watch this one will be maybe a day one watch. Uh, I would I would put it up there. It's the same with me in Civil War, man. Uh, I could watch this. I'm ready for some Doctor Strange. Okay, what about the Suicide Squad trailer? It looked okay. Um, here's the thing: the in today's day and age, a trailer can have the entire freaking movie. In two minutes and seventeen seconds, a la Batman v Superman. But let's not go back there. Let's uh, yeah, push yeah. ahead. So, so I'm just saying, the trailer looks great, but that could be everything. But at the same time, I want to believe somebody can do a good DC movie. I mean, Jared Leto's obviously very committed <laughs> to the Joker. We're, I mean, in my mind, we're talking here. This is the Joker from the Killing Joke. It, would you say? Um, I would. That would be comparable. I guess. Oh, I, and also they're bringing that animated movie out, and it's going to be right. rated R. Saw I that seen today. That. I yeah. seen that rated R. Um, uh, Jared Jared Leto is yeah. the most exciting part of that to me because if anybody can follow up what Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger did, of course he's going to be compared to Heath Ledger. Everybody knows it. Uh, he's a great actor. I, I think from what I've seen, he can he can pull something off we haven't seen before, which is really ha how you're going to win half the audience with that movie. But uh, the trailer was fine. I'm excited for it. What does not excite me is that they've went back for those reshoots that we talked about. Yeah. Earlier. Okay. Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That trailer rolled out. Uh, what did you think? How big of a uh, Harry Potter fan were you? I haven't even watched this trailer. When I see Fantastic Beast on the show notes, I have no idea what it means. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't don't put that in Google and just blind search. Yeah, don't do that. I, I just don't. Where do you land on Harry Potter in general? I watched Harry Potter because Michelle likes Harry Potter and you watch stuff that your wife likes. On my own, I don't know if I ever okay. would have watched it. Well, I understand that, and and I approached uh, whenever the first, I think the first three movies had come out before I before I started doing anything with it, and uh, I got into it. Now I'm not into it. Uh, I've read the books, I watched the movies, but the reason I did was because uh, she had a very funny approach to that first book, which I learned and got me interested. Was it was written from the age appropriate level, and the books progressed through the ages, which became more and more. Uh, the reader's age and the the story became more mature, and I thought that was a really uh, innovative way to go with the books, and that kind of got me interested. And I watched the movies, and I enjoyed the movies. I can, and my son enjoys the movies. Um, this newest trailer, uh, Fantastic Beasts: Where to Find Them, is based off a book out of that universe, and it takes place uh, in 1920s New York, I believe. And it looked it looked exciting. If you like Harry Potter, there's some familiar stuff in it, and uh, uh, it it looked all right. I, I'm I'm excited to see it. Plus, it has uh, Eddie Redmayne, the guy who played uh, 
Jesus. Theory of Everything played Stephen Hawking. Oh, I'm cutting that out. Woo. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that, that looks good. We did get some information on the Defenders Netflix series coming out. I did see the, that. Not only is it going to start filming pretty soon, but uh, they cast they cast Iron Fist, and we'll talk about that in a second. But the news was that the showrunner for Daredevil and Daredevil Season 2 is going to be in charge of Defenders. And I find that exciting because Daredevil and the, the, the first and second season are some of the best TV I've ever seen. Uh, it plays as a 13-hour movie, and it is note perfect. Love it. Uh, well, how do you feel about that? Oh, I'm, the moment I seen it was going to be the Daredevil showrunner, I was like, bring it on. It, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I cannot yeah, wait. And- well, I mean, to take off what you said, for those that don't know, The Defenders is the culmination of all this Netflix individual series together as one it will be i always felt they were paired up uh well not really paired up even luke and jessica do a lot of stuff together i remember i think i had some luke cage comics when i i got given them uh by the comic book store that we used to go to when we were kids and uh the lady gave me some luke cage i believe and so that's about all the experience I have. And I remember Jessica Jones being in there. Now, I did read Daredevil. And so I know that Iron Fist did make the occasional appearance in that. Yeah, now, if for those who don't know, the Defenders, they're, they're going the Guardians of the Galaxy approach to this. It's not going to be the original Defenders out of the comics. They're going to do a new take on it, which is fine. I mean, the original Defenders were a 70s comic it was like the incredible hulk namer doctor strange uh nighthawk uh valkyrie the beast that 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 kind of grouping a an avengers type of grouping with some different characters and so what it is is the street level characters from the netflix uh, series being daredevil jessica jones luke cage iron fist are going to team up in this defender series which Really exciting. It's Avengers for the small screen, and I'm ready to see it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm excited for the casting of Iron Fist. Darth Vader Darth Vader got arrested. Did you? No, Darth Vader didn't get arrested. Darth Vader got transferred to a mental facility this week. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Well, other than the link that I have where it talks about our young Anakin Skywalker... He got transferred from jail to a psych facility. Yes, Jake. Right, which, you know, we're not going to make fun of the guy. You know, we're he came into the scene very early, child actor, uh, you know, and we don't we don't know his story after the movie. But, uh, you know, the guy got arrested. He's been in jail. And apparently, you know, um, from what I've heard is that uh, he needed some mental uh, rather than being in jail, he needs some mental help, and that, that's that's great. You know, for to get somebody the help they need is exactly what needs to happen, and not not somebody behind bars. I just it's unfortunate that it's it's somebody that we uh, you know we know from the movies, and that's that's all we know about him. So, but you that know. did happen this week. What's your next topic? Well, as I look through, I uh, I'm excited to see the uh, the layout of the future Marvel movies and uh, 
Well, that name, Spider-Man Homecoming. Let, let's see if that sticks. I I hope that's a project name. Because <laughs> I, I really don't know. <laughs> Well, I think I think Spider-Man: Homecoming is is gonna understand. We are talking about the young Peter Parker, but I mean, right. and I think it was a play by everybody saying, "Hey, Spider-Man has come home. He is in the yes. the cinematic universe." So, I mean, yes, I, I'm fine with the play on that. If Spider-Man's great in Civil War, and the same people have their hands in that, that movie, great. You know, let let's make it work. Let's not have Spider Man be where we drop the ball on the movies. Please um, no. Please, that's my that's my favorite. Inhuman. That's my favorite. Um, <laughs> you you you. Please don't drop the ball on this one. Like, not this one. Just not. Because, unlike most people, I I love the Sam Raimi ones. I I other than three. Sam Raimi did a great job. Three was his stick it to the man for trying to tell me what to do. I, I don't believe. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that it shows. Does it yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wanted to be like, all right, you want me to show you a bad movie? I'll show you a bad movie. But that's Sam Remy's talent is he can make an amazing movie. Or if you want him to be bad, he'll show you how bad it can be. And I don't have a problem with Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and this uh, this came from. Uh, oh no, no, he was he was good. I liked it. I mean, I liked his performance in Spider Man Two. It just wasn't a good movie. It was a wrong decisions on uh, a couple of different things in there, and you know it didn't come out well. But uh, this what we're looking at is a graphic of the setup of the movies for all the way through 2019. This comes from superherohype.com. We've got 2016, and of course, is a Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange. 2017 Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok 2018, Black Panther Infin- Avengers Infinity War Part 1, Ant-Man and the Wasp and in 2019 Captain Marvel Avengers Infinity War Part 2 and the Inhumans movie rounding out the year. Um what I'm most excited on this list is probably Captain Marvel which I I'm hoping they Carol Danvers they honor the character uh her origins and uh that includes the original Captain Marvel Captain Marvel of the Kree uh and I hope they do that justice and that's that's my take on the cinematic universe. Oh yeah, it uh it looks great. It looks like it's filling out nicely. Um obviously I'm going to be the biggest for Spider-Man other than the Infinity War, I would say Black Panther is a close second. That, just from what I've seen, the Black Panther in the Civil War trailer just looks amazing. Like he's going to, he's going to kick some ass. That's what's going to happen. Black Panther's no joke. He's going to be awesome. I love the bulletproof armor mm. that we can see. Yeah. It looks great. Um, if Marvel's going to drop the ball at all, I hope it's on the Inhumans movie. I mean, if it's if they got a great story and are going to do it right, I'm fine with that. But I don't really care for the Inhumans. I mean, the storyline in uh, Agents of Shield is okay. I like Daisy, but yeah, give or take, I could, I could, I, I don't care. I, I feel the exact same way. Uh... I honestly couldn't tell you who's in the Inhumans. That's, I mean, 
I, I don't know if that well, makes me I, a bad I do know that, like partner. Black Bolt, Medusa. Uh, yeah, I mean, the royal family in the Inhumans is great, and, and uh, like Jack Kirby did a lot with that too. But um, I, I just don't know. I can't wrap my head around how they're going to make it work as a movie. So, I mean, if they do it a great job, you know, they'll, they'll have my money. It's fine. I just, you know, I'm not excited for it at this point. I agree. I agree. Now, one thing I read that uh, I thought was interesting, and uh, the people that commented first on the website I was looking at made great comments when they found out that Ben Affleck will be directing his own standalone Batman film. How how do you feel about it? Oh yeah, let's talk about that. How do you, um, you know, like I said, uh, Ben Affleck is an accomplished director uh, and and screenwriter. Uh, I I think that's the best thing that that could have possibly happened, especially after the reviews and 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 the lackluster, well, I say lackluster, but the underperformance of Batman v Superman. I think that handing Ben Affleck some reins and letting him go loose with it, which as loose as Warner Brothers will let him get, I, I think it could be the best of all possibilities. I, I feel that. I mean, he knows how to do a dark movie. If you've seen The Town, it's a great movie. And we know he knows how to write. Uh, we know he knows how to direct. Mm-hmm. I uh, I personally really enjoyed Argo. You know, he just really hasn't been a part of anything that I haven't liked. He always carried around with him this persona of, I don't know, you shouldn't really take him seriously, but you should. He's he's pretty good. He's proved himself. Yeah, he's a big goof that has done some horrible movies on his resume. You mean like in the back of a Volkswagen? That's right. And sometimes you got to do the payback film because your friend says he owe him one. <laughs> It's uh, it's yeah, gonna be good. I'm, uh, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, yeah. Did you know that the GoBots are back? I did not. I see this on the notes, and I didn't even click on it. GoBots, huh? I haven't seen GoBot. Man, oh, yeah. bike. If you'll click on that, and and what I'm talking about, I remember this the... bike. I remember this bike. I had this bike. I had this. I have this exact toy probably sold for a quarter by my mom because I wasn't playing with it in a yard sale. And I tell you that just because I know how bad it upsets you to know that my mom sold all my cool toys for like a quarter and 50 cents at yard sales. But yes, I had this exact bike, the MR01 Bike Robo. Well, i yeah, this is GoBots being back are kind of a lie. Now, what what has happened is is last year uh, there was a toy show that showed some prototypes of some masterpiece style uh, Machine Robo, which Machine Robo is the Japanese show that the GoBots in America were based off of, just like uh, Transformers were based off of a uh, Japanese, uh, not a show, but a toy line called Diaclone. Uh, somebody or this toy. Oh, I have to look at the name again. But they are they are bringing back the Machine Robo Go Bot slash GoBots figures as masterpiece style toys. They're like forty five ninety nine a piece as of this recording, 
and uh, they look really interesting for if for anybody that has nostalgia for that you want to go and look at it maybe something you want to mess with um but I, I thought it was worth to bring up seeing how uh Transformers, GoBots, you know, kind of were fighty fighty. Uh, actually, uh, Hasbro owns the GoBots name here in America now, so these might not get a release in American stores because of copyright stuff. The way that works, but they'll be selling uh, you can them at cons them online. They'll be selling them at cons. You know it. Someone and will... speaking of cons, now. Uh, BotCon, if nobody knows what that is, is a Transformers convention that was been held for several years now. Uh, the first one started in 1994. You have actually been to one with, with me. Uh, I have. This year marks the last year of uh, fun publication, BotCon. And what that is, there's a company out of Texas called FunPub. They do the G.I. Joe and Transformers convention for Hasbro. This is their last year, so the BotCon name is ending. Um, there's been some controversy about this fun pub that owns the convention. I've been to several conventions. I've seen the stories, and you know it was it was a really good time. Uh, funny stories happen, and it, it's just a great place to meet people if you're fans of certain things. And now, now the question is. How do you feel? Because I know you've you've kind of made this your this has been your vacation for several years. I know this is either you tie it in with your family vacation or sometimes this is a Ricky gets away for a weekend getaway. How, are you are you going to be sad? Well, I'm not too sad because the same people um, that are at those conventions are at other conventions. Like there's a TFCon coming up in October I may take my son to, which is not an official convention. It is a fan-run toy convention. Uh, BotCon, of course, was the official connected Hasbro-endorsed uh, convention where Hasbro creatives would show up, talk about stuff, show off new product. And, uh, you know, mingle with us uh, unwashed casuals. And that part I miss. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm more of a collector of the, uh, uh, the artwork. There's a really great book that came out last year called Legacy, the Art of Transformers Packaging, which has all the original uh, artwork from the toys. Uh, you can look that up on Amazon. It's, it's uh, really good. But... Um, uh, since I've had a second child, and, and early on, I've missed a couple since I've had children, and it's just not important to me as it was, but I, I do kind of, you know, not going to shed a tear for it being gone, but it is kind of, uh, I wanted to take my kids to that when I, they were older, but there will always be something else. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we have a con coming up for us, the Little Rock Comic Con. Uh... In just what three weeks? Is it three weeks away? The on on the fourteenth, yes, we'll be at Little Rock Comic Con, uh, possibly handing out some business stuff. Uh, if anybody wants to come by, it's in uh, Little. It's is this the one in Little Rock? I didn't no, look no, at that. No, no, it's it's the Little is Rock. There, is it out Con, your way? But at the uh, Benton Event Center. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And they should have uh, several, I mean, 
there there was a little bit i don't know if you follow them on facebook there was a little bit of an uproar this week on the facebook post because they came out with okay there were there were two consecutive posts back to back concerning different things and a lot of people on facebook uh, misconstrued those two things as having a relation to each other and got really upset because the prices came out for your picture with the Red Ranger, the Pink Ranger, and the Green Ranger. And from what I understand, this is the original Red Ranger, which is Tommy, I cannot think of his name, uh, the original Pink Ranger, and then the Green Ranger, which I guess stayed the same throughout the entire series. Um, they came out and said it will be $30 a picture. And that is just $30 for a selfie. Or uh, $50 for a selfie with them and uh, a signed autograph picture. And... People were already upset at those prices. Well, then the next post, I want to say it was a few hours later, <clears throat> excuse me, or it could have been the next morning, was concerning uh, cameras in the convention. And they were saying that uh, you couldn't take, they, they had to go back and edit of what they said. Because when they originally wrote their post, it almost sounded like, if it was somebody that was requiring paid photos, then you couldn't have photographic equipment around that area. And people were like, uh, no, I'm going to take pictures. And if Red Ranger just so happens to be in the picture, you know, so what? I'm sorry. I'm not going to, you know, trying to not take pictures of certain stuff just because you're wanting to make some money off of it. And uh, they, they quickly edited their post. And posted again saying, no, what, what they meant to say was, if there is somebody taking that is charging money for pictures with the Red Ranger, you cannot have your fancy camera next to them. They, uh, they had to quickly follow up and edit their post saying that what they meant was they didn't want you charging money just because you have a nice camera, to take pictures of people in the background, uh, such as Red Ranger. So uh, it's okay. We're going to have full access. They said everybody take as many pictures, as much video, everything as much as possible. They don't want to hinder anybody having a good time. Just don't charge money for it because they're trying to make money uh, to supply, you know, to make funds for the next con that's in our area. Uh, that was basically it. Uh, I'm looking forward to going. I'm hoping that my work schedule allows me to go because I've really been planning on this for a year or so since we found out that like several people from American Horror Story, which I like, are going to be there. Uh, it's going to be fun. Absolutely. And it'll be great to get with you. We may do a little recording of stuff while we're there. Um, we might see if we can get maybe some people to talk. Um, I don't know. We haven't looked at it yet, but it may be a possibility. That's so just stay tuned true. for that. Um, um, lastly, we've got some contact information for some feedback. Uh, Sean, do you have that? 
I do. Uh, if you want to email us with any feedback, critical criticism, uh, whatever you want, constructive criticism. That's what I'm trying to say. Jeez, I cannot speak. Uh, it is not so southern gentlemen at gmail.com. And I recently found out that not so southern gentlemen is quite a long name for a Twitter handle. So uh, if you would like to contact us on Twitter, uh, we both have the account on our phone along with our personals. It is not so southern G's. That is not so southern G S. So you know, I, I don't, I don't believe I'm a G, uh, but uh, yes, we are not so southern G's. Uh, this is at this point in time of this recording, it's still an egg. So uh, give me a couple of days. Oh, I'll, well, I'll have it let refined. me stop you. Let me stop you because it is updated. It has our logo and it has some information and it has a link to our SoundCloud page on the profile page for Twitter. Look, look what you did. Oh my goodness. We might as well just don't even need to edit that. Look, we just had a reveal on the show in between my computer crashing. You have found the time to do a lot of work. Thank you. Maybe we could buy some new internet. I hope so. By the way, Uverse, if you're listening, AT&T, I bashed you last week. I'll do it again. Your internet sucks as well, as well as your cell phone service. Getting away and with it. Goodbye. Thank you, Century Tell, for your contribution to this and your <laughs> shitty internet service in the middle of rural Arkansas. That's awesome. If you would like to contact us, please do so. We would like to know somebody's listening. And even if you just say, send me an email and says, you suck. At least I know you listened. I'll appreciate it. And we should have a Facebook page up soon. We haven't sat down and talked about the format, but we will look at that in a future episode. That sounds great. All right, man. Uh, until next time, until next week, I'm Sean. I'm Ricky. You have a good one. You too. But Oh, my God. We totally missed something. What, what did we miss? We missed J.J. Abrams saying that Ray's father was not in episode seven. Oh, yeah, that was on the note. God dang it. Well, now he did. He did come. He did back that up. He was later. Uh, he later came back and said she has not discovered them in that movie. So I don't see him. I don't see him backing that statement up unless that first statement was kind of wrong. But he did come back to clarify specifically to clarify the statement. So she's a Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, she's a Kenobi. It's what it is. You I'm want ex- it to be a Kenobi, don't you? You want her to be. You want to see Ghost of Kenobi in the next movie. You want to see oh. Ewan McGregor. You want to see Ewan McGregor as a ghost with beard and all. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bring it, dude. Yes. It, the only the only thing that kills me is I know it'll be uh, Ewan McGregor, not Alec Guinness. I love Alec Guinness as Obi Wan. He's awesome. Yeah. Well, now we can we can still talk about it. We got a couple of minutes. You do know that in the uh, in Episode Seven, they were originally planning to have Hayden Christensen as a Force Ghost, but not just as a Jedi. He would oscillate between his uh, Jedi form and Vader, because that's what Kylo Ren was originally talking to in that scene where he's alone in his chamber was the Force Ghost of Vader. That 
That sounds terrible. Uh, I, I saw the artwork and it was it was pretty good. Good, 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 good call. It was pretty good. But good call on editing that part out there, JJ. Nobody needs to see Hayden Christensen ever. All right, well, let's kill it. Thank you.